Pipe Network presents. Welcome to another episode of Please Pause, still in our third season. If you're listening for the first time, we're Mike and Ham, we live in the Philippines, we're married, and syempre we are on a quest to understand and appreciate movies and TV shows through our little podcast on TV and film. So if you haven't done so yet, follow and subscribe to Please Pause, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other major podcast platforms. Also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Please Pause PH. That's the Please Pause Podcast. You can now listen to our podcast on Facebook. Sa Facebook app, just go to our page and click on the podcast tab. And if you like the podcast, share it with your friends. Share if you care. We know you do. Because wow. <laughs> <laughs> nga, diba, damay-damay tayo dito. Dahil sa please pause, hindi ka labis, hindi ka kulang, ikaw ay... Kapos. Ba't di mo ako sinabayan? Ah, kailangan ba sabay? Sorry. Ikaw ay... Kapos. Kapos. Oh. <laughs> Walang practice eh. <laughs> Thank you for joining us every week for meaningful and meaningless conversations on the stuff we watched. But for this episode, wala siyang meaningless component. Extra meaningful yes. conversation <laughs> dahil sa guest natin. Dapat ata Halloween special tayo ngayon, no? Kasi the time na i-release natin to, parang sakto sa occasion. Yeah, no? parang the past two seasons. We've been doing Halloween movies then. <laughs> Hindi ba tayo sasabay sa ano? Sasabay sa mundo? Lahat ano? <laughs> horror shows? Mga kababalaghan? Well, we're talking to the director of seclusion, Quaresma, Tik-Tik, and Kubot. So, <laughs> pwede na siguro yun. Pasado na yung Halloween special. <laughs> He's also the director of Under Thy Father, By Bust, and On The Job. Okay na. Lika na. Let's go to direct Eric Mati. Yay! Alam mo, napansin ko recently, excited kang mag-record ng bagong episodes. Parang kung makapagsabi ka, parang hindi mo ko pinagalitan pa lang kasi di pa ako ready. Is that feel, synonymous to I excited? I iba yung motivation mo. Kaka-check mo lang ba ng BPI? Saan <laughs> ka mas nagulat? Ito ha, na merong people who actually care about this podcast or na may napapala tayo sa podcast na to? Why can't really? we have both? <laughs> <laughs> Kaya naman, we wanted to thank you guys for supporting Please Pause. Dati struggling podcast lang kami. Ngayon, slightly struggling podcast na diba? lang. At least may improvement. Oo naman. <laughs> so you're the reason kung bakit hindi pa cancelled yung podcast na to. Apart from Mike not being burnt out yet from doing everything. You guys are keeping this podcast alive. Yes, especially when you click our Shopee, Lazada, and now Amazon affiliate links before putting items in your cart. Thank you message na, naging commercial pa. <laughs> Hindi nyo yan maririnig sa iba. Gabi <laughs> ka naman makapag-claim ng whatever. <laughs> so don't forget to keep using our links to get into Shopee, Lazada, or Amazon before you start shopping. Just check this episode's description on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Then use the Shopee, Lazada, and Amazon links we've provided to see their special offers. Click our link, add to cart, then check out. Click! Huwag nyo kalimutan! 66-66! Click na nga lang eh! Wala namang bayad eh! Kuripot ang mga Joke lang! We know you care! <laughs> Dadagdagan ko lang mga blip yon para mas may impact. Ano <laughs> Tingin mo. Nakatapos <laughs> you... na yung 66! Ano ba? <laughs> when you use our links, para nyo na binulungan si Jeff Bezos na bayaran mo si Mike and Ham! <laughs> Thank you for supporting. Please pause and happy shopping. Click! Our guest is one of the most accomplished directors in the Philippines. Yun lang yung intro ko kasi kilala namin nila siya <laughs> Welcome to Please Pause, direct Eric Mati. Yay! Yay! Hey, hello. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Actually, I invited myself pala. <laughs> By the way, on the job the missing eight, mapapanood natin sa HBO Go pa rin, no? And congrats po for By Boss being included in the Gawad Dekada para sa mga natatanging pelikula doon sa 44th Gawad Korean uh-huh. Awards. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, congrats, congrats. Direct Eric, sorry, ang weird ng invitation namin no, sa interview na to kasi <laughs> we were talking to Miss Michiko. 
Yamamoto, writer of On the Job and On the Job the Missing It. <laughs> and some of your other movies. Kaso ang sabi niya kasi she doesn't do interviews eh. If kaya pinasa sa inyo, kayo na lang daw kausapin. <laughs> Oo nga. <laughs> kayo daw makakasagot ng mga tanong namin eh. Ayan. Sige, itry ko. Oh. <laughs> And buti pumayag si Derek Eric. Ngayon lang ata siya nakapag-guest sa show na may zero movie credibility. <laughs> First question namin, Derek. Did you ever appear on cam? in some of your works? Oh, pero kwan lang. Parang dumadaan-daan lang ako kung hindi ako makaalis sa set. <laughs> <laughs> opening ng, for example, opening ng On the Job one in the fiesta, mm. I had to cue yung mga fire breathers, mga ganon. Mm. I had to be there. But since we were shooting that scene for, with six cameras, syempre I appeared in in other parts of the shot. Mm. Uh, lang tatawid. <laughs> Almost always when it happens, pag nanonood na ako ng take at eh, nakikita ko, ay parang bakante dito sa kabila, tatayo ako. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yun. Ha. Sa ano ba? Parang nakita kasi namin sa food floor eh. Or baka guni-guni lang namin yun. Oo, yun exactly yun yung dinidescribe ko sa inyo. <laughs> kasi nasa, nasa barko kami, wala kami ekstras na dala. Ayun, yun, tama. Oo. So, when I, when I staged the frame and then nakadaan na yung isang ekstra na crew din namin, sabi ko, ay parang bakanti dito. So, pumasok na lang ako sa shot. <laughs> In the episode you directed no, Doon sa Island of Dreams Doon sa ferry Pagtayo ni Angeli Bayani Parang merong person na Nag-lean sa guardrail eh Yun, uh, tama uh, <laughs> Sinerch pa namin direct Anong year kaya to? Tapos, ukabuhok Tapos... uh, y- Yung haircut niyo yung basis namin eh Although, although nakatalikod lang ata Kayo doon sa shot eh. uh. We really enjoy that episode there kasi very engaging siya sa start pa lang. Yung mga takeaways namin doon yung concept of not settling pero at the same time dapat kinsan ka rin masaya. Tapos gusto ko yung basta matry mo lang maraming things kahit di mo magustuhan, matry lang. Eh, 'Di ba yung isa mo ring gusto yung Maganda yung ano, yung sate lang siya pero yung parati siya may baong pagkain. <laughs> Ayan yung mag-utob. Oo, yun. Sinong ano, nag-conceptualize ng ganong characterization? I, I think, um, yung mga yan, kung ano yan eh, embellishment ko na on what usually happens with our partnership ni Mitch sa writing is si Mitch talaga, pag binasa mo yung script niya, if hindi ka nag-iisip, marami ring Marami ring ibang filmmakers who take the script literally. no? Pero for the script of Mitch, hindi niya talaga explain lahat. Eh. Mm-hmm. So you, you get you get a sense of the text, what the themes are, who these characters are, and it gives you enough leeway as a filmmaker to embellish it a little more, no? Mm-hmm. with uh, Island of Dreams, I think it has been a constant advocacy namin ni Mitch. Kung may advocacy man kasi ako wala akong Ibang advocacy kundi film lang talaga. That's why, that's why pag nakita niyo yung mga rant ko sa, sa Facebook, talagang tungkol lang sa films. I think it has been a constant advocacy namin na uh, we should not just settle for anything. No? And all our films talk about films. So even on Island of Dreams, parang tungkol lang din siya sa pelikula and uh, filmmaking in general na hindi ka magsisettle, Even story-wise, it could have been another teleserie story, but it was talking about something that is not totally acceptable sa tita, tita thinking, di ba? Mm-hmm. Di ba kasi challenge niya sa anak niya na you should get out of here. You should yeah. not just mm-hmm. stay with the family and, and, di ba? and, and castrate your dreams, uh, which is not typical of what we hear mostly on teledramas. On, yeah. yes. di ba? So we wanted it a little more progressive. Then, when, when HBO at, approached us to do one mm. episode, ang naisip lang namin is how do we stand out from the clutter kasi walo siyang different countries, di ba? Mm. So, the question we asked ourselves is if we pick a story, what's the most Filipino we can pick? Not just very Filipino that no one can relate with, kundi Filipino but also uh, universal mm. in terms of mm-hmm. uh, topic. 
So the OFW came to mind. Uh, and then we wanted to set our food apart from all the other Asian countries. So fiesta, which is very mm. Spanish, mm-hmm. doon namin pinaikot no? yung kwento. Yun na siya. Ganun, ganun siya lumabas. Even that whole idea of uh, a sister living with the house and the hints of infidelity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yun <laughs> it, it grounds the story na hindi lang siya idyllic. Hindi lang siya parang, ay, hindi pwede, hindi pwede yung kapatid makipag-affair sa husband. <laughs> Pero pwede talaga eh, di ba? <laughs> <laughs> Ang poignant nga nung scene doon sa dulo. Yung eh. sa dulo. Yung, yung sa paalis dapat sila. Paalis Oo, dapat uh-oh. sila. Uh-oh. Yung, yung tatlo sila. Napagalitan pa ako ng match doon eh. <laughs> Kasi, <laughs> dahil, nangkalyata akong line. I didn't want it overtly mentioned. Di ba? Na, na there's, So I wanted it more ambiguous yung uh, yun ending and eventually na nagustuhan na naman ni Mitch na sabi niya okay the hint is still there pero mm. it's over so sometimes the more conservative ones that I talk to ay wala walang affair ah uh, yun kasi <laughs> selos lang siya kasi yung attention ng husband na <laughs> sa, alam mo yan mm. pero the ones who are medyo madumi yung utak hindi, <laughs> parang kami. Parang kami. Parang Ako kami direct. Ko, meron. Tapos sabi niya, wala naman si Guru. Tapos nakita namin yung ending, sabi namin. Siya kasi, siya kasi simula pa lang eh. Meron na daw eh. Hindi. Pero to be very specific, because we answer all those questions in our head, even if we don't show yeah. it on film, mm-hmm. the answer to that, kami ni Mitch, is something might have happened once mm-hmm. and then they didn't pursue it. But deep down inside both of them, pag alis nyo to ni Angeli, we feel that the relationship would have started. Mm, okay. between, between the sister and, and you'll serve. At that time ba, uh, aware din kayo dun sa mga ibang episodes kung anong type of stories yung gagawin nila or talagang bahala kayo, kanya-kanya kayo? Wala. Ah, we, we were not aware of any of the episodes. What HBO does is they tap a director And then they ask us to send a story. Some people send two or three stories. Kami, isa lang. Yung mm-hmm. ano lang gusto namin. And hoping na, na magustuhan din nila. No? Okay. Yung isa lang po palang minor question. Hindi kasi ganun ka-common na name for me yung Nieves, which is yung name ni Angeli doon sa Food Lord. Sa Kubot, yun din kasi yung name ni Lotlot. <laughs> <laughs> Nagkataon lang ba yun? Or may something sa name? <laughs> favorite favorite name favorite. niyo po ba? Alam niyo, <laughs> lagi, pag nagsusulat si Mitt, pagkatabi kami sa kwarto, di ba? Susulat sa, <laughs> ako sabihin niya, give me a name. Ganun, give me a name. Uh, janitor. <laughs> so, mag-iisipan ko kung papatuan kami. Si Nieves always pops out because we have a friend na Nieves okay. Who, okay. who Michiko also worked with. Ako also worked with. So, kuminsan nakakalimutan na namin. Like, for example, si Diane din. Na-realize ko sa on the, on job. the job one, may Diane, yeah. di ba? Sa on the job two, nandiyan si Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Diba? Okay lang yun. Okay lang yun, direct. Magkalayo naman eh. Speaking of ano, speaking of on the job, can we expect a follow-up on on the job, the missing it? Or sa ngayon, medyo wala pang concrete plans about that? We're, we're now working with, okay, this is how it happened. Atrasan ko konti and then I'll tell you what's gonna happen. Okay. And we haven't told anyone about this. So, We shot a film. Mm-hmm. The three to six episodes is really a film, except na sumarado yung sinihan, and we have no way to recoup our money. Mm-hmm. That's why we eventually decided maybe we could show it to HBO, Netflix, and if they're interested, I can convert it into a series. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really thought out as a series. Good enough, it lent itself to a format na ganon, parang... Okay naman yung film, parang pag chinap-chap mo, parang nagmumukha rin siyang may cliffhanger. Mm, mm. Every, every episode. Nakaka-hook. <laughs> Oo. Now, attached to that, what Michiko wrote together with the film is the film launches in the cinemas and then there's a series attached to it. Ah, okay. Which she already wrote. Ah, so meron na. Meron na. Ah. Meron na. Pero hindi ko na na-shoot. Sa tagal ko mag-shoot ng film, <laughs> hindi ko na na-shoot yung series. Uh-huh. And now, the series, parang 
Kasi it's about, since wala na naman yun, I, I can hint on the story. Si Soy ends up in prison and then in his anger that he wasn't able to bring down Pedring, he forms a troll farm inside the prison using prisoners. Okay, okay. And he became powerful inside because anything that happens outside of the prison, para na, na rin siyang assass- assassin except na hindi siya bumabaril, di ba? Hindi literal, mm-hmm. hindi literal, Oo. pero character assassination. <laughs> yun. Uh, ginawa na niya yun kung kanikanino and then eventually it became, alam mo yung parang vigilante, di ba? You get so powerful, you believe in your own uh, beliefs na you end up kahit yung kasama na lang niya na, uy, galit ako sa kapitbahay ko. Hindi, sige, sirahan natin. <laughs> na yung Facebook. <laughs> so, ganun siya. But we feel that now, parang hindi na siya timely given all the years of trolling that we had. Mm. No? Parang wala na tayong pakialam eh. Diba? Iba na yung sensibility <laughs> ng tao sa trolling. <laughs> diba? Ta- Na-normalize na eh. Dati pag na-troll ka, parang, oh my God. <laughs> Riripin yung anak ko, di ba? Ngayon, <laughs> ngayon pag sinabi sa'yo, oh, wala yan, hindi naman nakilala kung sino ako. Di ba? So, cut to what is the future of On The Job. We are now developing the next season of okay. On The Job, bringing back Tatang ah, okay. and Roman into the story. Oh. Okay. Yun lang mabibigay ko. HBO pa rin. Parang HBO pa rin. Season sa HBO pa rin. Okay. Uh-huh. Yung ibang questions namin sa on-the-job medyo spoilery. We'll save that for later, Derek. Okay. Tanong muna namin, ano? Ang lawa kasi ng range of genres of the movies that you make. Erotica, crime, action, horror. And you've been at it a long time, eh. So you've probably seen it all. How much did the industry change from when you started hanggang sa ngayon? Um, yun nga. Dati, wala naman yung mga troll farms na yan, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I think the big change talaga, and maybe I just grew old, uh, how I miss uh, mentorships ng mga filmmakers. I think what Cinemalaya and the mga Q Cinema and the mga Cinema One, mm. what they democratize is that fresh off of college without any training or mentorship, parang you can decide to just try it out and be a filmmaker. Diba dati, ako, I've, I've never tried being a filmmaker. I, I stayed with Peke Gallaga for maybe six years. Mm-hmm. And when he told me I can do Scorpion Nights 2, parang ang laki pa ng kwan mo na tatanggihan ko ba to? Parang hindi pa ako ready. Ah. Pero mm-hmm. baka hindi na dumating ulit yung offer na to. Alam mo yun, yung parang ang daming trepidation. Pero right now, ang ginagawa nilang training ground is really the real world of filmmaking which which mm-hmm. I think is is not good no because you spend millions but you're not ready to do it no and and I've seen films that have gone up to 80 100 million peso budgets uh 150 million peso budgets but then on set you see them working na dumating na doon nandito yung set sa gitna ng gubat and then sasabihin ay hindi ko naisip na nandyan yun sa gitna ng gubat <laughs> ipat kayo natin dun sa may harap ng bundok <laughs> so imagine how, how much time you waste mm-hmm. how much alam mo yun it is because they're winging it as, as they go along no? I, I think those are the major changes the, the other one is the budgets have gone really low mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if it's uh if it's because of the suffering din ng, ng crafting ng mga maraming pelikula that producers are scared to Loose. spend more money mm. because they're not sure if it's gonna come out right. Mm. Pero right now, imagine nyo, nag-pandemia, before pandemic, mababa na yung budget. During pandemia, all those who started producing films don't go beyond 5-6 million pesos. Mm. Diba? Except for one or two na gumagawa ng mas mataas na budget. So parang, Nag-usap nga kami ng Directors Guild of the Philippines, nag-message ako sa Fred, na parang, I think, number one, we should start uh, zeroing in on developing our young filmmakers because everyone else have gone old mm-hmm. and mga bata, they need a shot in the arm. Not just locally, but internationally as well. All the festivals, pag hindi Love Diaz or Brillante, parang they can't think of any other Filipino 
filmmaker that they want to accommodate, diba? Mm. So I think it's time to push for the young filmmakers then. The other one also is to push the young filmmakers by giving them better budgets. Mm. Because, I don't know kung napapansin yan, if you keep on watching Filipino films ngayon, no matter how different the story is, they all look the same because the resources are the same. Mm. Diba? You can't afford 20 crowd, so you only have <laughs> three so, ay, ganda na movie, minimalist. Mapanood <laughs> ko lang isa, ay, ganda rin, minimalist. <laughs> minimalist, di ba? <laughs> and it's not a function of intent. It's really... They had no choice. Parang, yun lang talaga magkayanan ko eh. <laughs> There's one or two films that come out na, na who know how to use the small resources to make the film better. I think the film Babay at Baril maganda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know how small the budget is, no? Mababa lang 'yun. Yeah. Pero maganda yung aesthetic ng filmmaker. But how many can you find na ganun mag-isip, di ba? Mm-hmm. So I think yun yung dapat i-push siguro. Uh, and that's the state of cinema now. Connected to that, now after the pandemic, the cinemas are open but lahat kaming producers, we have a thread, 30% lang yung pwede ngayon in cinema capacity mm-hmm. on capacity yung 30% na yan how can we recoup our budgets yeah. mm-hmm. so it's still not a viable idea no to premiere on a cinema so just like what happened to OTJ HBO and Netflix are your choices and uh, next year Disney Plus is coming in oh, mm-hmm. next so <laughs> oh, oh nawala na yung channels nila eh, sa cable eh. <laughs> oh, oh. nawala na yung mga Disney sa cable eh. mukhang mag-online cable na is dead <laughs> so you have three of those streamers, all international. We cannot just keep on telling the same local, cheesy melodrama. We need <laughs> to tell stories that make sense, not just for a local audience, but for a foreign audience as well. So the more universal we tell our story, by doing universal stories doesn't diminish the Filipino-ness of your yeah. movie, diba? But we need to compete in terms of storytelling. We cannot just write scripts na parang two weeks later, oh, may script na ako. Because that's how the turnaround sa atin, ganun, diba? <laughs> Ngayon, mag-iiba na yung the way we work with uh, streamers because they have a development period. Mm-hmm. And the development period is uh, five months and above. So you pitch mm-hmm. a story, they like the story, you develop the script, in five months, balik-balik kayo, diba? So that's even before before you shoot anything? Yes, and before you're even given the first centavo. Oh, okay. Ah. Okay. Diba? Kwan yun? Ibang laro na yun. Da, sa atin kasi, we have no chance to develop projects because no one can pay for it eventually. Diba? <laughs> Develop ka. <laughs> Two years. Diba? Pagkuha mo ng budget, eh, 50,000 lang yung bayad sa'yo as a writer, diba? So Tayan nobody spends that much time as a writer mm. kasi alam mo yung kalakaran ng bayad ng writer dito, 80,000, 120, ganun. Si Michiko lang yung nakakademand ng mamahaling budget, diba? <laughs> Pumapayag daw yung producer kasi direct. Pumapayag yung producer niya. Yun. Pero kayo, the pandemic happened pero you did not stop making movies eh. A girl and a guy. Eh. I, didn't, I didn't want the pandemic to dictate. I have a pamangkin who's also a filmmaker. And I think kami yung naggagano. And, and I also realized it through him. He wasn't going out of his house. I can't see him kasi takot sa virus. <laughs> so it made me think, kami ni Mitch, na parang, we're not gonna stay like this all our lives, diba? Life has to go on. Mm. Diba? You take precautions, but life has to go on. And as early as August last year, kami ni Mitch came up with a short script just to try out if we can shoot a film. So we ended up in Baguio because that's the safest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I eventually shot two more projects in Baguio no? <laughs> because of that. True enough, we were able to produce uh, a project no? and we were playing with how many can be on the set, how safe can we go, how many actors are possible, ganon. No? Because you are preparing for what can be the future of Filipino filmmaking when the pandemic continues on, di ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, kasi hindi naman pwedeng tumahimik ka na lang. 
Diba? Yeah. Especially from our end where we have a company and we have uh, employees to retain. Kailangan isipin namin kung saan papunta. Mm-hmm. So, the pandemic allowed me to do projects na na-enjoy ko rin siya kasi walang gulo, wala kang kasabay, wala kang <laughs> yung schedule, sa'yo lang yung schedule ng artista, <laughs> di ba? <laughs> yung A Girl and the Guy na panood namin sa Upstream, it's a purely online release. Yeah. Um, kamusta ba yung market na yun? Um, okay, 2019, I wrote A Girl and the Guy. Mm. Uh, I haven't written anything in a long while. My last na sinulat, uh, after TikTok, on the job mm-hmm. na the first script and then syempre ang daming problema I passed it on to Michiko so Michiko fixed it then after that wala na lahat Michiko na kasi sabi ko I'm, I'm not a good enough writer than Michiko so then that story number one it's a reaction to how unreal most of our romance movies are <laughs> and parang <laughs> hindi na siya nagpo-progress, parang pa-backward na pa-backward, di ba? You hear topics like, ay, hindi pa sila pwede mag-kiss. Tawin na! Pet peeve po ni Mike ay, yan. Nakita niyo ba yung mga bata ngayon? Ta? Yung kiss nga, wala nang ang meaning eh. <laughs> pwede, pwede naman direct sa forehead. Pwede mag-kiss, pero sa forehead lang. <laughs> di ba? So, I wanted to go into the psychology of mga bata, ganon. And it turned out that way. So, nag-lockdown. We were supposed mm. to produce it uh, February of last year. Mm. And then the lockdown happened. Hindi na namin natuloy. So, I totally forgot about that because the pandemic happened. Hindi ko naman iniisip na priority project yun. And then we, when we were about to launch the Upstream Originals sa Upstream namin mm. na platform, naisip ng partners na why, why don't we produce, there's a ready script already, we can just pre-prod it and produce it. Uh, asking about the audience of Upstream, I think malakas siya, but the numbers are not really showing it. Mm-hmm. But ever since we opened last October, we're, we're on our first year, mag-first year na kami, the numbers have gone up. Mm-hmm. Not too much, pero parang steady lang. I think that's what's also happening with uh, the likes of KTX, Viva Max. Mm-hmm. Parang ang hirap pa i-convince ng people to go into online viewing uh, even if we're thinking of it as an option to the cinemas being closed. Parang hindi hindi internet savvy yung maraming tao. Mm-hmm. But our audience is, the big bulk of our audience, around 65%, is between 18 to 35 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good. We have a lineup this coming year of probably 8 to 10 originals mm, mm. that we're looking at uh, releasing. So hopefully, we grow the numbers. A Girl and a Guy, it stayed for more than four months. We probably recoup only half of its 26 million peso budget. Oh, talaga? Oh, okay. uh, which is not bad. No? Not oh. bad. Pero siyempre, hindi pa rin na-recoup. It's only the sale in Netflix that oh. made the project even. Okay, so it's going to come out in Netflix eventually. Yes, it's coming out next Thursday. Okay. Hindi na capture yun. <laughs> Ma-rewatch nga yun. <laughs> you mentioned 2019 pa siya nag-start, no? So, ibig sabihin, when you started developing that, walang, syempre, hindi mo naman na-imagine yung pandemic sa storyline, di ba? Wala. Uh, we, we did a rewrite July. I, I rewrote the second half. Pero I couldn't pin down the the end, the total end. Yung pandemic stage, wherein they stayed in their homes, parang klaro na yon. I, mm-hmm. I had it pinned down. But what happened in the aftermath, parang ang daming napuntahan, iba-iba. And I was already shooting in Baguio, and I wasn't happy with it. And palapit na ng palapit na isushoot ko na yung part na yun. <laughs> <laughs> so sinama, kasama ko sa Baguio si Mitch. Ginayusin mo na. Problem solver. <laughs> o, sa'yo yan. Sa'yo yung project na yan. Hindi ko sinulat yan. So eventually, sabi niya, sige na nga. Sige na, pusin na. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pero okay yung ano eh. Okay yung concept na kasi hindi sila, mak- ano yun? hindi sila makahabol dati sa 
pace ng uh, mundo. Yun Pero yung favorite no, line ko. Uh, na, the pandemic uh, happened uh, and uh, everything slowed pwede down. Pwede bang tumigil ganun. ang mundo so I can catch up? <laughs> oh. Tapos it did, di ba? Yeah, and I think that's an insight of may anak na kayo, wala pa na. Wala, wala pa. pa. Okay, good. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's an insight with these kids. My, I have two daughters now of the same age mm. as uh, a girl and a guy. Mm. And ganun nga, yung parang they couldn't stay put Diba? They, they need to be doing something, they need to be out, they need to be... Parang walang moment of pause. Mm-hmm. Siyempre ako, puro pause ako. If I'm not shooting, <laughs> I'm just in bed. <laughs> Wala talaga akong ginagawa. Napapagalitan lang ako ni Mitch lagi. Diba? <laughs> Masasabi ko lang siguro, Derek, when it comes to your movies, pag napapanood namin, napapaisip kami, parang sarap tumira sa Baguio eh. <laughs> wag, wag lang sa Quaresma House <laughs> Naka, Parang nakakatakot yung Quaresma House eh. that, That's also part of the rewrite Yung setting mm-hmm. uh, Because it really should be Manila ah, okay. Okay. Uh, And then I, I figured out Maybe use Baguio as a generic place Because we never mentioned Baguio mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could just be any town outside of Manila Ginawa nang namin siyang backdrop. Okay. Now, ito, you make movies on a scale that others would not even dare touch. <laughs> Pero kaso ang problema kasi, parang it's no secret what type of locally produced movies yung usually nagiging blockbusters, no? Pag ganun, paano yung conversation when it comes to budget yun nga and yung uh, expected returns? Hindi ba mahirap ipaglaban? Oo, oh, I'm really lucky na... I barely belong on the mainstream. I barely belong on the art house all my career. But I still managed to keep on doing films. My earlier films were neither here nor there. Diba? Yung parang, nye, diba? You have Prosty, you have uh, Gagamboy. Diba? Yung parang, it's not the slick superhero movie because I knew... With that budget, yun lang hawak. It has to be campy, di ba? But as I went along, and and I, I've done a lot of misses, di ba, sa projects ko. Uh, it barely makes money. Pero ang kwento nga ng uh, si Manny Castaneda, who is a filmmaker and an mm. actor, mm. nung natatakot ako mag-flop yung Scorpionites, sabi niya sa akin, dalawang bagay lang yun, Eric. One is, you make really bad films, and then your movie makes money, you can make your next movie. Okay. But the minute that movie doesn't make money anymore because you're a bad filmmaker, you cannot get another project in this industry. Mm. The other side to that is you can do good movies, your movie doesn't make money, the producers would think, what did we do wrong? Mm. Okay naman yung movie ah. Bakit hindi siya kumita? Baka may mali tayo, gawa tayo ulit isa pa. Mm. So if you continuously try and do good movies, <laughs> okay. Okay. you will never run out of work. Parang ganon yung sinasabi. Win-win situation. Uh-huh. Oo. So for example, Bybus. Bybus started with, and, and I'm notorious with, swerte na lang, I have a partner in, in our company, si Don Don Monteverde, yeah. who always takes the brunt of all my overages. <laughs> <laughs> Bypass, for example, when we got Anne, nag-usap namin ng Viva. Viva only wants it maximum 24 million mm. pesos. The movie ended at 53 million pesos. <laughs> okay. But kasi naman, 100 plus stunt performers and mm. the set. How much of uh, that was constructed? Eh, kasi sa Gagamboy, di ba? You built the neighborhood. Uh, Eh, dito parang you built yep. an entire shanty town, eh. <laughs> yes, yes. Y- yun na nga. I remember, I just finished shooting the fifth day of By Bust, and I was back in the office, and then, sabi ni Don, Don, na partner ko, sabi niya, Hoy, pupunta dito si Vincent ng Viva. Sabi ko, oh, bakit? Magla-lunch daw siya. Pero natatakot na daw siya, nakikita niya yung costings. <laughs> Sure daw siya, over tayo. Diba? Nung tumating siya, tulog ako sa, sa sofa. Oh, kamusta si Mati? Ba't, ba't uh, tulog yan? Galing kasi shooting si Mati. Mukhang masama pakiramdam. Eh. Matugoy yung shooting. 
nakapagkwento ng over budget sabi niya puta mati o kain na lang tayo <laughs> pero I think the vindication that goes with it doon ako swerte because over over na kami fifth day pa lang di ba and then the same teaser that I shot which is on top of the budget pa mm. yung teaser ni Anna nasa loob siya ng bahay mm. tapos si shot people and then uh, inaway niya we sent it to a few international companies and then eventually landed on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, Netflix unknown to most the first Filipino film on Netflix was really on the job one but it was in North America ah, okay. oh do you like trivia and fascinating short stories? Di ba ikaw mahilig ka sa short form podcasts? Yeah, and for our listeners who are interested in that too, you may want to check out the Banyo podcast Reflushed, hosted by Carl Aquino. And learn about things like the world's unluckiest man. Ay, unluckiest ba siya kasi parati siyang nag-near-death experience or luckiest kasi he doesn't die? Uh, tingin ko both. <laughs> and there's also the War of the Bucket or the weirdest things that fell from the sky. Kung mahilig kayong makinig ng podcast habang nasa banyo, Tinahan this podcast is point. for you. Ako lang gumawa ng slogan eh. <laughs> so check out the Banyo Podcast Reflushed on all major podcast platforms. The Banyo Podcast Reflushed is a proud member of the Pipe Network. From the makers of the Pilipinas Indie Podcast Network, this summer, coming to a web browser near you, The Pipe Marketplace. Visit The Pipe Marketplace at pipenetwork.co slash marketplace and check out the various deals they have just for you. Sa Pipe Marketplace, meron dyang food, drinks, pati nga business opportunities meron. And here's the most important thing. Just because you're Please Pause listeners, you can use the promo code Please Pause to get exclusive discounts. Don't forget to use the promo code Please Pause, all caps, no spaces, to let them know we sent you. Kung kayo ay parang kami, walang pera, Discount! <laughs> Use the promo code PEACEBUS on any deal at pipenetwork.co slash marketplace. And this episode is brought to you by the Pipe Marketplace. Ang online marketplace ng mga walang pera. Joke lang ng mga Pipe listeners. <laughs> it was released there for five years. So Netflix US already knows about my film. Mm. So when they got hold of the teaser, which is 1 minute and 30 seconds, nung nakuha nila yun, immediately, just with that, they bought the film. Mm. Okay, okay. So medyo nag-relax na yung Viva. No? <laughs> <laughs> Ay, okay. Kahit na nang over budget, di ba? Kasi global, ipa-impression ng global. They bought it for 950 thousand US. Mm. Okay. So so in a way, parang the box office namin, even if hindi siya ganun kataas, which is around 97, I think, uh-huh. million, parang yun na yung parang profit, diba? Mm-hmm. So medyo nakabawi uh-huh. naman. Oo. Uh-huh. So at least, so yun, doon ako swerte. On the job, no one saw it when it first opened here. It extended <laughs> on one of the prime cinemas, but all the rest, that had the mass audience, walang nanood. They couldn't understand the trailer. Ano yan? Kasi wala naman tayong action na ginagawa dati. <laughs> so it was only when it was bought in different countries that we were able to recoup the money. Mm-hmm. It was bought by mga 11 territories. Japan, New Zealand, Australia, France, uh, Italy, North America. So doon lang kami nakabawi. So even that, parang nung una, parang ayan na naman, Mati. <laughs> <laughs> Pero eventually, it finds its home and okay. nakakapawit naman somehow. Hindi ba, hindi ba medyo worrisome yun na parang ang binibili nila na image ng Philippines ay yung mga ganun on the job tapos yung bypass. Parang at dumi-dumi naman sa Pilipinas. <laughs> Oo. <laughs> Early on, the on the job was optioned by Universal, di ba? Mm. And now mm. it's on SK Global. Yung Universal developed it for five years. Ang option to do a remake is only 18 months. So that's one year and a half. Mm. So oh, they kept okay. on paying for three times to retain. And they couldn't figure out how to tell a story using the premise of on the job. Because it's a US 
Wala na mo siya. Okay. Sabi ko, you need to set in Mexico siguro, di ba? Pwede. 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 Di ba? Pero hindi na, nag-lapse na yung contract nila, hindi nila mabubuo yun. Parang mahirap nga makalusot sa kanila yung ano, yung mga kung ano-anong shenanigans sa prison. At saka privately run lahat ng prison ng US eh. Hindi sila government run eh. <laughs> so it could never be political it could just be about corporate <laughs> yun nga no yung scale kasi nung movies nyo tick-tick was very ambitious in terms of CGI tapos yung kubot yeah. it it looked really good napanood namin sa YouTube yung ano eh yung visual effects kung paano ginawa yung visual effects niya okay siya for a Philippine movie at that time yeah. and and before we even knew what to do with it because We jumped into the, the whole idea of TikTok was we moved into advertising, me and Don Don. Mm. So for seven years, I was working on advertising. I, I wasn't doing any films. And then finally, over Christmas dinner, sabi niya, Rick, hindi ka ba napapagod sa advertising? Sabi ko, ako, pagod na ako. Gusto ko na bumalik kumuha ng movie. <laughs> sabi niya, ako rin eh. Sabi niya, gawa tayong maliit. Sabi ko, sige. So we went back to an original idea, which was that, yung TikTok. And then sabi niya, oh, sige, sige, at least maliit lang, bahay, tapos ilan na sila. So I wrote it over the holidays, yung storyline. Pagbalik namin nung after the holidays, nag-meet kami ulit, sabi ni Don Don, alam mo, pag maliit lang yan, walang papansin yan eh. <laughs> if, what if gawin natin lahat green screen? So kami naman, without knowing what it entails at that time, di ba? we didn't know technology could catch up. Kaagad, di ba? Hmm. Sabi naman, sige-sige, gawin na natin. Pikit mata, ginawa namin. It took us siguro 18 months to do the post-prod hmm. until such time that, you know, you get to a point na ang haba na and then, okay, let's calendar this and then we couldn't backtrack anymore and the monsters looked like needs a lot of work pa. Pero wala na natin. <laughs> na yung kalendaryo. So, sige-sige, hirilig na kaya. <laughs> so yun marami rin kami mga ganon na parang pikit mata na lang ginagawa pero yung sa kubot ha, yung backgrounds ang, ang hmm. galing niya eh impressive yung backgrounds dun ha? kasi hindi mo mahalata uh, we've learned our lesson we didn't do it <laughs> we didn't do it 100% green screen but we picked and chose mm-hmm. uh, we picked and chose the the parts na may CG pero may live elements pa rin. Hindi siya yung talagang mm. completely built from CG. Balik lang ako sa by bus, no? Kasi by bus, pag sinabi mong action film, it's as action as action gets. <laughs> Almost the entire movie was an action sequence, eh. Di ba? Uh, There was yung uh, continuous shot ni Ann Curtis sa may bubong. Uh, Tapos, syempre, kailangan si Brandon Vera meron siyang badass cool scenes. Yung ano? Uh, yung garden shears tsaka yung ano? <laughs> yung motorcycle. Yung garden shears nga, di ba una, parang pinakita lang na ginamit niya. Tapos biglang nandun yung ulo. Yung ganun-ganun mga, mga shots. <laughs> Sinong nag-isip ng mga ganong klaseng ano? What I did was, um, I knew from the get-go that there will be a lot of fight scenes. Mm. So, even on pre-production stage, while we were writing the script, I wanted to differentiate each action piece by coming up with a different element each time. No? Mm. So, yung pagkakuyog ng unang away, yung over-the-fence na barila na hindi sila nagkakakitaan, mm. yung mga ganon. Hoping that, When you put it together, it becomes uh, interesting as you go along. Kesa sa parang repetitive lang siya na action na naman, barilan, action na naman. I was playing with uh, different types of action pieces in the film. Pero we've set it up in parang studio na nga siya. Day in, day out, we'd shoot uh, every day yun or three times a day. Not three times a week. We'd shoot from 5pm to 6am the next day. Mm. And let's see... Si Ann had to go to showtime pa. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that whole bubong niya, we shot that for three days for 20 takes each day. Wow. <laughs> oh. Ganong klaseng effort oh. yung <laughs> magawa lang siya. Yung ano ba, yung drone shot sa ending, wala hmm. bang daya yun? Paano nyo kinoreograph yun? As in, higa lang yung mga tao play dead, ganun. Tapos <laughs> dadaan yung... Dadaan yung I- i-reveal ko. 
<laughs> Ayan, sige. <laughs> whole place, that whole place, syempre, I wanted it, ibalik doon sa kung saan ko binase yung kwento, which is yung Isla Puting Bato. I don't know if you're aware of that place near the port area. Sa Manila. Oo. Okay. It's a place, uh, one way in, one way out. Mm. Okay. Na, na place. You only go in in this one street and you have no other way to get out. So if you have a problem inside, you need to go through that whole okay. Imagine mo, that place, may snatcher sa Kiapo. Malapit siya sa Kiapo eh. So the snatcher rides a motorcycle, the police go after him. Pagdating niya dyan, pagpasok na pagpasok niya sa Isla Puting Bato, ang police hihinto, babalik. Kasi sure sila, magpumasok sila doon. Okay. Kukuyugin sila eh. So, I wanted to use the setting as the final shot. Mm-hmm. Yung totoong setting where I based it from. But of course, uh, nandun na kami sa kung saan namin sinusot lagi. On CG, I converted it to look like. Ah. We shot it on a drone, but I took out yung kung saan namin nagsusot, ang daming halaman. Uh-oh. Hindi siya puro bubong. So we took out the mga halaman substituted it with more houses. Mm, okay, okay. So, and then, yung mga nakahiga sa mga ceiling, mm-hmm. I spent a day, the camera is on a crane, okay. and there's a blue screen on the floor, and then, we just got 20 uh, extras. Palit-palit lang sila ng posing. <laughs> <laughs> Ang galing, galing, galing. Okay. Police na naglalakad. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Ang galing kasi nung ano eh, habang yung drone shot, diba? Daming bodies. Tapos yung voiceover na narrative, 13 yung casualties. Uh-huh. <laughs> included na yung pusher, yung video officers. Parang, wow, 13 lang daw. <laughs> and then, even the final... Diba, it ends with the cityscape. Mm. Nung nag-end na yung shot namin, ang pinaka-clear na building in front of us was GMA. So, it places the film eh. Parang pag nakita mo yung GMA, ah, okay! Uh, <laughs> Kinunan sa may kubaw. <laughs> so, that one, we erased as well. We erased mm. the buildings. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Diba? Ang galing. Ang galing. <laughs> Tapos, later lang namin to nalaman, ha? yung CPO2 Checky, Leren ba yun? Oh. Yung uh, consultant yun. Oh. Tumatay siya two weeks after yes. your shoot. Yes. Grabe, no? It was the height of Tokhang, eh, nung time na yun, oh. diba? The, oh. the drug campaign ni Duterte. Yeah. So, two weeks after namatay siya, uh, inabangan lang siya sa bahay niya. Eh. Grabe, no? Oo. <laughs> Tsaka yung tatlong PMA graduates naman na nagkamay. Yes. Uh, yung tatlong PMA graduates, ito yung magandang kwento. Our first day of shoot is wala pa kaming set. So the only place na wala kaming set is the training sequence, di ba? Mm-hmm. Which we did in Nueva Ecija. So when we got there, we coordinated with them that if we can use, so that we don't bring extras anymore and that they move like real military men, can we use, it's a school, yung Nueva Ecija. Mm-hmm. Can we use the students, uh, the military students, to be uh, mga platoon na tumatakbo, mm-hmm. mga training training. So pumayag sila and we met a lot of them. So after that, we continued shooting, pero nasa set na kami. Mm-hmm. Pero may remaining pa kaming one day. A year and a half later, we went back. Natapos na yung Marawi. Pagbalik namin doon, alam nyo yung ibang students namin na meet doon, putol na yung kamay, putol na yung paa. Oo. And then yung tatlong yun, namatay din. Namatay doon mismo sa Marawi. Grabe. That's why we included their names. Yeah. Oo. Okay. You mentioned this previously, no? When you were still attached to the Darna project. Uh, nabanggit nyo, Darna would have been four or five times that of by bus. Oo. Uh-huh. It would have been your most ambitious project at that time. But yeah. nasasayangan, medyo kami that you're not doing Darna anymore. Parang gusto namin makita yun four or five times of by You know what? The Darna I imagined was really to create a superhero unique to us. Because at that time, ang lakas na ng Marvel, di ba? Yeah. Ang nervyos ko nga is how can we compete with uh, the crafting of... Uh, superhero movie kasi iba na yung crafting nila, di ba? Pero we were banking on a really good story with it. I really think the story we created maganda except that 
a company who hasn't done a lot of fantasy films and who's made so much money on love stories. Mm. They wanted to bring a major ingredient na puro love story. Okay, Nasabi okay. ko naman, I am aware that a superhero needs a love story, but it's not front and center. Mm. Yeah. Diba? Nandyan lang yan sa gilid, diba? Mm. Even if it's uh, Spider-Man ni, ni Sam Raimi, mm. may malaking love story, pero mas malaki pa rin si fantasy, diba? Yeah. Uh, si superhero story. So, as we went along, we wrote the initial scripts and then eventually revised, 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 revised. And then, in that kind of a company din, na walang nagsasabi diretso sa director na, ay, direct, wag na yan. Kundi parang yung... <laughs> Oo na oo, pero hindi pala. <laughs> diba? So, it got to five years and I realized, nag-shoot na ako eh. Ah, ganun? Nag-shoot? So, meron na? Oh, I shot eight days of it already. Oh. And with the eight days that I shot, nagpatawag ulit ng revision, umayaw na ako. Okay. okay. Uh, because if they just let me go and finish the the film as is, tinuloy ko yun. Okay. Uh, pero, after five years of revising meetings, I sit down in meetings with 20 people commenting on everything. Mm, okay. Tipe okay. mo yun, iwa Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> diba? But I soldiered on. Ako, uh, pan ako uh-huh. eh. Sabi nga ni Mitch sa akin eh, yan, alam ko na, ego yan. <laughs> You think you can change them, but you can't. Choose your battles na lang daw. Choose your battles. Pero kung gagawin mong front and center yung love story for Darna, na-imagine ko na eh, knowing the Filipino netizens, for sure, ikokomment nila yan na bakit... Patay talaga, patay. Pa, bakit naging love story? But they're scared. Story? It's a 250 million peso movie. Of course, the only way for them to feel safe is to know that the film is up their alley. Because that's how they okay. made money oh, before. Yeah. Diba? Uh, they couldn't just bank on me saying, it's gonna turn out right. It's gonna be good. <laughs> they can't just bank on me, diba? Okay. Uh, which I understand naman. Pero up to a certain point, hanggang kailan ba tayo magbabalik-balik? Diba? Yeah. And even on contract, sinabi ko talaga, no one's gonna comment on my edit until I finish the entire thing. Mm. When I finish it, I submit it to you, tsaka lang kayo magko-comment. Pero okay. uh, wala, wala yung parang sa likod dito may, direct, direct, kami may close up. May backseat directors and writers. Oh. And <laughs> How about pala, Direct Eric, yung ano, Mama Sapano movie? Tuloy pa ba yun? Langa eh. <laughs> Ganda, langa eh. Pero, hindi, ang problema ng Mama Sapano movie is terrorism movies have now moved to Netflix. Ah. Parang lahat ng terrorism stories nasa Netflix na lang. So okay. there's no interest globally, there's no interest to show it on the big screen anymore. Mm-hmm. Diba? Mm-hmm. Parang bagay na lang siya sa pang Netflix, ganun. So, na- nag-dwindle din yung interest. Yung interest. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Ano pala yung ano? Ano yung pinaka hindi nyo makakalimutan that was written or said about your movies? Positive or negative over the years? Well, I think yung main ko, I was talking to another filmmaker yesterday. Nagpunta kami Laguna ni Mitch. And we met with a few filmmakers. Tapos, I was talking about how critics... What I hate about critics talking about a particular film... And ako, I never answer anybody. Naniniwala ko na once I'm done with it, the audience can own it for okay. themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, can say whatever they want. Uh, wala. Kung hindi mo gusto, eh, hindi mo gusto, di ba? Uh, hindi ako parang balat sibuyas. Pero when I read the reviews, and since I don't answer back, parang naiinis ka lang minsan sa... <laughs> <laughs> the way they word their critique, that it assumes that the director did not think of it. Di ba? For example, example lang ha, ba't ang ingay nung kwan? Nung naingayan ka, Why didn't you ask yourself, but kaya nila ginawang maingay yan mm. as a critic, di ba? Kasi you're presuming that everything you see in there is deliberate. 
it wasn't there because ay nagkamali kami sa volume eh Na pwede namang mangyari Possible naman na mangyari yun Kung nagti-TV ka Kasi sa TV Ini-edit ngayon Bukas na lalabas eh So Siyempre you have no way To fine-tune it Diba? Sometimes Rush, rush, rush Pero for my movies Like on the job I started editing this 2019 Diba? Natapos kami Nang edit December May masasabi ka pa ba Doon na mali? na titititulit. Ay, may nakalimutan sila. Alam mo yun? Kaka na nang editing eh, di ba? Tapos post-production ko since December hanggang July. Post-production. Yun. So, pero yung pinakamasama siguro was that nobody got para sa akin na yung pinakamasama talaga na nakuha ko na yun talaga nang gigigil ako. The height of Duterte din. So I don't know how much of that was political or not. Mm. Uh-huh. With Bybas, a lot of the industry people that I know uh, commented, even somebody like Nola Dismayago, somebody like Ces Drilon, mm. I invited Ces for a private viewing. And then, does that happen, Eric? Parang that movie couldn't happen. Sabi ko, documentary pa ginagawa ko. Sabi niya, Find me a squatter's area na gano'n ang ilaw. Sabi ko. <laughs> My first one was, first thought, and it was deliberate talaga. When you enter Grasha, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. The one outside is realistic. So real yeah. yung police station, real yung mga yung parking plaza. lot, mm. yung plaza. <laughs> diba? But once you get into Grasha ni Maria, sabi ko, gusto ko siya ibang mundo siya. Diba? Mm. That, and ibang mundo being as far as Blade Runner, di ba? Parang Blade Runner na squatter, di ba? <laughs> Ayoko siya maging parang poverty porn na action, di ba? Mm-hmm. Oh, because it, it really was a... Uh, yun, yun yung kwan ko eh, na si Philbert gave a review of On The Job. If it wasn't too entertaining, it could have been a lot better, di ba? <laughs> Okay. Pero na maganda naman review niya. Maganda okay. review ni Philbert. Pero sabi niya niya, parang napaka-entertaining ng movie. Diba? Pero ang point ko lang talaga, if I want to share my thoughts as a filmmaker, ito yung gusto kong sabihin about a government, ito gusto kong sabihin mm-hmm. about a character, about a personality, ganon. I want to reach as many audiences as possible. I'm not singling out an audience just like me. Mm-hmm. Diba? And so, my films are always entertaining in a, in a weird way because that's how I could really smuggle in a more serious idea into it yeah. by putting an icing on it yeah. and saying, yeah. oh, look, oh, it's pink. Maganda yung kulay, di ba? Pasok na panood, ang puta, grabe pa. Ganun nga, ganun nga yung on the job. <laughs> ganun nga. Oo, oh, di ba? <laughs> Pero I can't get out of the idea na yung presumption namin ni Mitch na this government has really seen us as stupid people. I can't get out of it kasi nakakatawan na talaga pag ginawang stupid yung mga ginagawa nila eh. So, maging entertaining talaga siya. But don't you just see it as black humor, di ba? Di ba? Hindi naman siya king ko eh, vice ganda eh, di ba? Di ba? Diba? Sa sobrang mali niya, dumadating na sa point na nakakalawa na siya. <laughs> oh. medyo, medyo nahirapan lang talaga kami direct Eric manood ng mga horror nyo, no? Kasi yung kasama ko manood, takot eh. <laughs> Oo, kasi sa, sa review ng OTJ, ayaw nyo nga tingnan niyo pagpatay kay... Sino nga yung si Sunny Drillon? Si Bako. Si ano... Yung, si Pido, yung, si Pido. Yun, yung whistleblower. <laughs> Kaso si ano eh, tapos yung, yung music, mang-mang-mang-mang, sabi ko, uy, baka hindi naman masyadong, ano, masyadong violent dahil sa song. Pero nakapikit pa din ako. Pero nakayanan ko direct ang seclusion at kwaresma. Sa kwaresma siguro half the time nakatakip yung mata ko kasi. <laughs> Ako, A- ako, ako lang pala yung nahirapan kasi tatakpan niya yung mata niya tapos tatanong niya din sa akin ko ano yung nangyari. <laughs> ano nangyari? <laughs> <laughs> tapos na ba? 
Pero ano, we're, we're very partial to the crime genre. I mean, yun yung mm. mga favorite namin. Siguro yung on the job nga, tsaka yung Honor Thy Father. It, it just so happened, siguro, those were the movies na you made with Miss Michiko. Uh-huh. Sa ano nyo ba, sa director-writer dynamic nyo, paano ba yun? Paano siya nag-work? Pag hindi niya gusto yung kwento, hindi siya magsusulat para sa akin. <laughs> Uh, okay. Kasi so, alam niyo na, pares na hindi niya gusto, di ba? Okay, get. Seclusion, hindi niya gusto. Uh, bypass, di ba? Pero all the way, she ends up helping one way or the other kasi siyempre okay. katabi niya ako palagi. Kung makalusot yung ending, pamilya ko. Bakit? Ano ba, ano ba yung ending mo? <laughs> Yan ang style ni Derek Eric. Uh, <laughs> para makahigi ng, makahigi ng so, input. For, for films like Seclusion and By Bus, I practically was writing it on the fly sa set. Okay. Because once we got the draft, it was still problematic for me. But then we had to shoot it. And I knew that since the story came from me, because okay, I can wing it. On the set, I was writing it as I went along. With Quaresma, it was written by a friend of Mitch. So I only Mitch makialam talaga. <laughs> okay. So kami lang ng kaibigan niya yung nagbabalitak-takan. <laughs> Nandun din siya sa set. She eventually went to the set as a writer on set. Kasi nga, ang dami kong gustong, hindi ako agree dito, hindi ako agree dyan. So, eventually, she was there in Baguio, sitting down every day, rewriting parts of Paresma, si Katsuki. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Pero dun sa movies nyo na ginawa nyo together, uh, I guess ang gusto namin malaman, meron ba kayong mga ideas na did not make it to the movies kasi hindi niya pinayagan? <laughs> let, let me go back to... Siguro yung pinaka-biggest compromise ni Mitch na she has learned to love was Honor, thy father. Okay. Uh, because the first time we went to Cannes for On the Job, I was already developing Honor, thy mm. father, in my head. And I kept telling her the story. Uh, gusto niya yung story. Uh, hindi niya gusto yung how I wanted it. The backstory of John Lloyd, mm. of Edgar, was a secret. Mm. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted it revealed in the middle. So she wanted to see John Lloyd at the beginning, a scene that shows him leave the family mm-hmm. because of one accident that happened in their heist. And then we see the story unfold. Pinilit ko talaga yung kwan. And yun lang yung parang kinompromise ni Mitch ng matindi. Mm-hmm. Kasi hindi siya agree. <laughs> <laughs> Nakasecret yung, yung pinanggalingan ng, ng character. Uh, uh. With On the Job, Two, the, yung sa Missing Eight, yeah. uh, as opposed to the first one where I had a hand at drafting a first draft of the script, itong two, wala talaga akong silbi. <laughs> <laughs> so, we started with three topics. Uh, sabi niya, ano ba gusto may explore ngayon? Kasi, yung Prisoner for Hire na mga assassins, nandyan na yan. Pero, yeah. we always tackle a separate sector of society as part of on the job. So sabi niya, what are the topics you wanna talk about? So I had three, gambling, medical, malfeasance, mm-hmm. which is yung mga binibentang gamot from China na nirarakit ng mga gobyerno, even if FDA is not approving mm-hmm. it. You know? mm-hmm. And then the other one is journalism. I was leaning more into medical malfeasance dati. But mm-hmm. si Mitch mismo, sabi niya, sige, I'll try looking into it. Pero sabi niya, mukha madugo yan. Kasi medyo technical yung storya mm. alam mo yun. And then, uh, the Trump Cambridge Analytica happened. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, so then we saw, and si Mitch was deep into mga fake news, nairita siya, dinotrolling yung mga fake sites. <laughs> <laughs> Nagagalit siya, di ba? Angry, makikon, di ba? Mga... So, parang upper alley, gusto niya, ito na lang, ito na lang. So we went into that. So we had broad strokes of discussion. Pero after a while, napagod na ako. Kasi siya lang yung nagre-research, di ba? Ako yung namabasa yung research. So siyempre, I couldn't catch up with how she thinks. Okay. So sabi ko, I'm ka na lang storyline. Basahin ko na lang. Kaya nang brainstorm kami, wala akong nadagdag. 
Entry sa hirap. Pwede pa gawin yung sa medical ano, medical thing, very timely naman eh. Pwede pa. Tama, <laughs> di ba? Sure. Parang the same way with on the job, as we kept on pushing kasi nalilate yung shoot namin. Lagi namin discussion ni Mitchell, baka maluma na yung on the job na yan, baka. But then when we released it, parang swak pa din, di ba? Yung parang timely pa rin siya. Oh, oh. The medical malfeasance, ngayon with Farmally, parang, <laughs> parang match na, di ba? So let's see. We, we, we still don't know. Pwede pa kasi yung setting naman ng on the job, ano yung 2017, 2018, eh di ba? Kung gagawin nyo siya, pwede namang. <laughs> Tama. Tama. Direk Eric, magsisingit lang kami ng quick break dito ha. Kasi we have a lot more questions on on the job. Okay. So, after this. We're cutting the episode off right there for now. Listen to the continuation of our conversation with Direk Eric Mati in our next episode where he breaks down on the job The Missing Eight with full spoilers. Also out now. See you there. <laughs>